School of Business at Emory & Henry College will begin classes this fall in the newly renovated Carragher Hall. This new collaborative learning space is designed to provide students with experiences that emulate innovation centers and workrooms in the business and corporate world. The attractive remodeling of this historic building also signifies Emory & Henry's aggressive foray into regional economic development through higher education. Kevin Coyle is a professor of business at Emory & Henry College. He works specifically with student entrepreneurs. And he is with me in the studio today to talk about how the Emory & Henry School of Business elevates the college as an academic institution and an important player in regional economic innovation. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Hello. Lovely to be here. Kevin, we want to talk about the fact that the Carragher Hall, the newly renovated Carragher Hall on the campus of Emory & Henry is now open for business as a school of business on the campus. Can you describe a little bit about what that building looks like now? Yeah, the building is uh, very um, very hard to miss, so it's a pretty central kind of point in the college, and um, it has a very, by design, a very open um, open kind of space, um, very high ceilings, very bright. Um, the idea or the the vision of the building itself is to is to open up a collaborative space for students so that students can come and go. Um, there's breakout rooms, there's multiple um, uh, rooms for teaching and for classes, and uh, there's a lot of tech in there, which is really interesting. Um, so the, there's a lot of scope for uh, innovation, uh, Zoom classes, online hybrid, all this kind of new funky stuff. So the building itself is a very very kind of innovative, open concept in itself in, in, the, in the heart of the college. Why is that important and how does it help students to learn more? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's essential for the, for the education of the students that the experience has, has these modern elements. So once the students uh, move on into a job, let's say, or into whatever experience comes after this, um, they will be confronted with these um, let's call them multidimensional experiences. So they will be very much in spaces where they have to uh, talk with people in the meeting room, at the same time be with someone online, at the same time have open spaces for collaboration. So the big, at least um, most of our classes, uh, really put emphasis on on team building, on getting the students into little islands, into breakout rooms, into projects, and not have them as isolated units walking out of the college into their work life, and then suddenly everything is teams and everything is 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 with other people. Well, I've noticed in my limited experience with the building now that there doesn't seem to be anything like a traditional classroom at all. So, are all the classes being taught in this collaborative? team building way? Yes, absolutely. And and we don't have our own offices either. So it, it expands to the staff. So um, the, the the staff is uh, in, on the first floor. Um, so there is kind of a separation because there's a bit of privacy needed in some cases where, where, where we can just disappear and do our checking the homework and, and doing assignments and whatever we have to do. Um, but generally, um, this open kind of team building uh, space 
is is expanded to staff way beyond just the students. So so everything is visible. Everything is very open, very bright. Um, even the walls, um, the big boardroom has no walls. It has uh, glass walls. So it has walls, but see-through. Um, and, and I guess if it were possible, we would have the whole building in glass. But uh, obviously that doesn't work. So so it's as, as transparent as, and as open as possible. And that that's not just the building. That's also for the students so at so the students can come in there's a big space a big entrance space there'll be couches there and places to sit and do projects and and kind of work um in a very open in a very open way it is very glassy it feels very welcoming and bright it's an actually a historic building i built in the late, latter part of the 19th century i believe and it has a is built sort of around a, a courtyard, which helps, I think, to open it up to more sunlight and openness. How are the students, though, receiving this? Is this something going, that is going to be very new to them, that they may have trouble transitioning into this kind of learning environment? Or is have we set them up in previous classes for this? Well, I, I would say the transition should be very easy. I, I would even argue that there is no transition, that they're very much used to this kind of space and working space. It's a, it's a very... Um, it's a very easy way for them to work. I've noticed that in my classes before, especially in the entrepreneurship class where we break out into groups. Um, it is something that the students welcome. They sometimes go out to the hallways then and then they work there in groups and then they bring them back in again if there's not enough space in the, in the actual lecture room. Um, so I'm pretty sure that that will uh, work nicely. Um, I can't. I can't see any. I can't foresee any students having a, an issue with that. But if there is um, the need for more, more um, kind of closed, let's say intimate kind of team meetings, there's breakout rooms that would allow that as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, they have glass. Uh, they have a glass wall, yeah. but um, you can close the door and you can have like a team meeting with a few, and just if you're worried that everybody's listening or something like that. Well, what about the professors? Is this something that they're used to? I mean, it sounds like you're very familiar with this kind of environment, so it shouldn't be a hard transition for you. Uh, are you excited then about it, and do you think that this just sort of augments your teaching style and the teaching style of others, or is this something that even professors have to adapt to? I, I, I come very much from a, uh, from a school or from a belief that um, it's very important to have these open spaces, and it's very important to have people in those spaces from very different backgrounds. And that might sound a bit uh, controversial, but it's important that there is friction um, in, in the way I, I kind of teach or learn innovation, especially in technology and business, that friction is important to create innovation. So mm -hmm. if, there's, if we have a space where everybody's like only with their friends and everything's kind of really cozy and you only do your homework and your groups with the people you really like, then there's a very limited learning experience because outside in the in the business world, you don't really choose to, uh, you don't really pick and choose who you're going to work with. Your boss basically just sets up the team or the customer does and, and then and then that has to happen. So here's a nice kind of a learning exercise for both the students and the professors to to um, to enrich and to, to empower these kind of um, um, forming of groups and in environments that are very open. Um, I, w I would also say that there is um, there is a kind of a, especially for entrepreneurship, a need for these kind of spaces. Uh, and we see that with a lot of the, the uh, incubators and the big kind of places where startups and companies come from, where there's very open spaces, where there's um, 
a lot of kind of collaboration, discussion, and, and just kind of bumping into each other and spreading ideas. Well, I'm wondering how much of this has been inspired, not necessarily just Carragher, but other kinds of learning environments that reflect this, by actual business leaders. Uh, have you been in touch with such leaders over the years that you feel comfortable that they would be pleased with this kind of experience for students? Yes, ab- absolutely. Um, uh, it, it is It is interesting that the big, especially the big tech companies, um, they call their company spaces they don't call them headquarters, they call them campus. So if you go into, obviously, the big known ones, into the Googles and the Apples and, the fo- and so forth, um, they very much um, embrace this kind of environment. So it's very healthy for the students to go from that into, 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 um, into the work life because then they have that experience. Now, it could be argued that, okay, um, if they go into banks or insurances, that they would be more conservative and that maybe there it's like all closed and you have your little cubicle and that's it. Mm-hmm. But that's changing as well. Like the the innovation uh, cycles in banks, insurances and all the traditional companies is is speeding up as well. So, so there's no way companies can lock their employers away into little cubicles anymore. Everybody has to work together, has to innovate. I'm talking today with Kevin Coyle. He is a professor of business at Emory & Henry College in the School of Business at Emory & Henry College. And we're talking about a building which has been renovated for the School of Business. And we are talking about what that means for the students who will be educated out of that building. We're going to go to a small break, Kevin, but when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and pick up on this idea that this new structure, this new renovated structure, supports that. And I also want to talk about how with that, the School of Business at Emory Henry College can support economic development in this region. You are listening to Together to Get There, the show dedicated to community and economic development in Southwest Virginia. And my name is Dirk Moore, your host. And you are listening to WEHC 90.7 and WISC 90.5, the voice of Southwest Virginia. Incorporated can help make business dreams a reality with a small business loan, helping businesses start or expand with personalized, down-to-earth support. For more information, peopleinc.net. Back to Together to Get There. Today I am speaking with Kevin Coyle. He is a professor of business 
in the School of Business at Emory and Henry College, and we have been talking about the newly renovated Carragher Hall, which is the new home for the School of Business at Emory and Henry. Kevin, this idea of a school of business at Emory and Henry is just uh, a few years old. It actually, of course, was just a traditional business administration department. Are you excited that Emory and Henry has sort of elevated its program to a school of business? Yes, very much. Um, uh, bu- business is a very interesting, let's say, area of study because it's very broad, it's very general, but at the same time it can be applied to any area, such as arts, such as um, engineering, such as um, typical functions of business, banking industry, and so forth. Um, so as a student, it's a very good foundation. So if we think of the undergrad program that is offered here in Emory Henry, it's an amazing foundation for the students to come in and get this broad spectrum of, of knowledge from accounting to leadership to marketing and all these things. Because then on a postgrad level, if the student chooses to continue and wherever that is here or somewhere else, um, that specialization can can kind of live on this on this foundation. Um, and, and I believe... Um, that Emory has kind of Emory and Henry has created a really nice foundation. So the student, the business, um, the business student has a really nice um, selection of courses there that that provide that foundation. You know, Emory and Henry is a liberal arts college, yeah. but it seems very good to me that a, a liberal arts college would have a strong business program because it is really a way of applying the liberal arts. Like you said, so many degree programs in so many areas of study can intersect with business in a way that can help students almost study anything but yet apply it or have the option of applying it later on. So I feel that is a real asset for the college. Absolutely, and then and then to mention the 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 now just newly started MBA, the Masters in Business Administration is really interesting, um, where uh, the student, if the student wants to continue within the college, can kind of go post grad now, and that, I I I think that's a big leap, and a lot of work uh, with the dean, uh, with Emma Tracy, and myself and the team has gone into that program to really kind of. S- to create a very, very kind of specialized program on top of the the undergraduate program, and 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 it and so far it seems to work nicely there. and connect really nice. And then moving beyond what it does for the college, I think that it also has a very strong benefits for the community, at least in the way that I'm perceiving it. And that is especially through the entrepreneurship emphasis that you lead at, through the School of Business. Talk a little bit about our students in terms of their willingness to study and apply entrepreneurship. Have you been encouraged by that? Yeah, very much. The entrepreneurship class is one of the, I would say, most visited class in the in the in the college. Like we have almost seventy students in like last term. Now it's over fifty, so it's a very, very big class. Uh, we we teach them we teach them a lot of um, kind of a tools like a business canvas, which allows them to organize their their ideas towards a a revenue stream or to, towards understanding if it's just an idea, if it's something that can actually build a business, a healthy business. Um, and it's very interesting um, to see the students f- with the different backgrounds and with the different interests to bring their ideas forward and to to literally really try to to push a project. And like some of the projects that came out of the entrepreneurship program um, almost uh, became reality. 
So there was mm-hmm. teams such as one team that wanted to start a coffee shop uh, on campus or, and then mm-hmm. maybe even off campus. Um, they they almost kind of went for it. Um, they really kind of talked with entities and companies outside of, of the college to see if this could work and how they could set it up. Um, and a coffee shop is just a very basic idea and a very obvious one, but some of the ideas are really funky and really complex, like very funky kind of sound systems for bars or um, like really technology mm-hmm. kind of stuff or, 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 or cool ideas like how which which I thought was really nice, uh, how to get people, uh, students from one part of the campus to the other and can we kind of use scooters or rent out bikes uh-huh. and how would that like be monetized and managed and so forth. So it really does, uh, it really does um, as a, as teaching it um, really, um, really amazes me how the students kind of come up with some kind of small idea but then have to kind of really think it through and how they do that um, and, and that that's really nice to see. Well, as you probably know, Southwest Virginia has been trying to overcome some of its economic challenges by developing a stronger small business ecosystem. And there have been a lot of discussions about how colleges and universities can support that. Do you think your entrepreneurship program can support that, can contribute to that? Do the students seem ready, perhaps at some point, not if not now, but in the near future, to actually convert some of those ideas into businesses? Yes, and and I think because we we we, we talked about Carriger and and the the new the new building is very very um, very very instrumental in that in that in that drive. Um, so the way typically these. Um, innovations or entrepreneurships in, in regions are built up are very much around either pipelines or clusters as they're typically called. And a pipeline, just to use an example here, would be to have the students um, in the new building work in teams and work with ideas and then have external entities at the end of the class to come in and potentially judge, such as like a Dragon's mm-hmm. Den kind mm-hmm. of idea or something like that, where we have um, more seasoned business individuals that the region has uh, come in and judge the teams potentially, and then maybe even, and that would be the next step of the pipeline, have incubators or business individuals, which we often call business angels, so Mm -hmm. if they're not institutional investors, they could just be individuals who have a bit of cash who want Mm -hmm. to work with these students, um, that then allow them to incubate the idea to create something more substantial and then potentially branch it out into a healthy business and into growth. Um, And... These uh, pipelines, ecosystems, or clusters um, are, are very, very essential for these regions. Where obviously, we're hoping that we can establish this more and kind of grow it into the community. How enthusiastic are students about that? Do they talk about the idea that through an entrepreneurship class that they would really like to start right away a business? It's interesting because there's um, at least fifty percent of the class uh, express that interest. Um, and we as, as staff, as colleges, as community, we still have to work a bit more on the pipeline. Mm-hmm. So part of my job and, and, and the dean's and the team's job is to really communicate and show to the students that once the class ends, it can continue. There's something in place that allows the incubation, that allows the continuation of the idea. Because at the moment, I would say we have 50% of the class who have a great idea want to continue, but then maybe only 5 to 10% can actually do that mm-hmm. because they maybe have uh, family connections or mm-hmm. s- some, kind of, some kind of way to continue it. But, but, um, but we have to become better, um, which is great because the awareness is there and the connections are there and the, the growth potential is there. So we have to become better in showing the students that once the class ends, 
there is a continuation and there is something they can do. Because mm-hmm. otherwise we risk that the students just see this as like an academic exercise, they have a bit of fun and that's it. Mm-hmm. Which is also great because they learn all the tools, but it'd be nice, and I would say essential almost, that a good percentage of the class really tries to build a company and that the ecosystem, which is the college and outside of the college, supports this, this drive. You talked about angel investors. Are there some in the region that could really be tapped to to support that in a way that could really both help the investor and the communities here? Yes, um, there is. And also angel investors is, is a strong, and if I compare it with the European system where I come from, um, we don't really have that many of those. And also here, there's a very strong alumni network. Mm -hmm. And the alumni network would be the typical path towards these angel investors. And also, it's important to note that um, angel investors are generally this ecosystem or pipeline is not just about money. I mean, money is necessary and money helps. um, But I would say the the majority of the help the students need, and especially with those ideas, they're not expensive ideas. They're not like the next, I don't know, fancy app or some kind of high-tech instruments that are needed or labs or something. They're very, very down-to-earth ideas that can that can be pushed ahead by someone who has experience. And a lot of the alumni, um, which which form a strong base for the, 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 the business angels, um, have that experience mm-hmm. and can guide the students through it. Um, and and that 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 kind of that 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 really helps. And and a lot of that is still evolving. And the new business uh, building, the new uh, uh, the Carriger uh, Hall, that that really helps us with this. I'm talking today with Kevin Coyle. He is a professor of business at Emory Henry College in the School of Business. We are talking about the launch of Carriger Hall on campus as the home for the School of Business and what that means through its facilities and through its programming for students and the community. Kevin, I want to switch gears in the last few minutes that we have to talk about you. You have mentioned, and as your voice would indicate, you're not from around here. You're from Ireland. You're Mm -hmm. also from a couple of other countries. Explain your personal background and your professional background that led you to this place. Yeah, so I I have a very uh, mixed uh, background. So as you said in my voice, so uh, uh, my father is Austrian, my mother is Irish. I I was uh, born in Austria and then educated as as the term works in Austria, Germany and Ireland. Um, And my my journey started with philosophy. So I I studied a a Bachelor of Arts uh, philosophy degree in Germany um, where I got very interested in artificial intelligence, which was traditionally um, a philosophy kind of a thing um, and then build on based on that I started getting into computer science and into business studies and in Germany they have this beautiful degree they call them business engineers so you can do mm-hmm. business and an engineering degree it's like a dual masters you do both full-time mm-hmm. um, so I basically majored in computer science and business at the same time and just to why not? I put mm-hmm. a PhD on top of it, which I did in Ireland in Trinity College, mm-hmm. um, and I did that PhD specifically in computer science in artificial intelligence, which everybody talks about now, all this ChatGDP and all these things. So mm-hmm. the, the PhD I did specialized in natural language processing, which is the underlying technology for these new technologies. Um, and um, during my PhD, I, um, I got these kind of very broad skills. I started to do research in Trinity College, um, but it got a bit boring if I may say. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what brings me here. Um, I have a lot of family in America. My brother lives in California and Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a natural drive towards this. Um, 
And uh, I talked with Dean Emmett about a potential opportunity here and I can kind of help build up the new school and do all these classes that I'm really interested in and I have a lot of freedom in doing this, which is not so much the case in a, in a large public university in, in, in uh, Europe. Um, so, so I'm here mostly because of the, the chances around innovation and building up my own thing around the classes and, and moving into, hopefully, uh, moving into a space where I can bring that mindset into the students. Well, one last question, and it relates to your international life. Uh, in Southwest Virginia, there's a lot of conversation about the need to expand markets for entrepreneurs and, and, and businesses here. I'm wondering if there's a way for Emory Henry to facilitate some of that by connecting more of its students to international business and international business education. Is that something that has been thought about through the School of Business? Yeah, um, it, it is definitely something on the radar. I had, um, I, I myself had uh, three businesses now. I commercialized my PhD, so um, I, I picked up significant funding for that. I had staff, um, the technology, the license was sold to, to an Irish company. I didn't get rich, obviously, <laughs> but <laughs> it, it kind of, it, it was a very fun experience. And a lot of that experience hinged on international connections. Back then it was in Ireland and the connections went into America, mm -hmm. specifically the Bay Area, because it was like a tech kind of play. Um, but um, we're definitely looking at how to, how to broaden that connection even just locally how maybe Virginia Tech or these kind of local clusters kind of work and then how can that be broadened maybe even internationally and the good thing about technology now is um, and we see that a lot with with the way apps work phones work social media works and so forth um, anyone with a nice idea and a bit of support and that is not just money like business support can really scale and build a business very very fast very international um, with just the power of the phone and that's that's very very um, very very much what we're trying to bring to the students well this is all very exciting for both the school of business at emory and henry college and emory and henry and i'm so glad that you're a part of it and i'm so thankful that you could be here today to talk about it thank you kevin coital for joining me in this discussion thank you it was a pleasure thank you we have been talking today to Kevin Coyle. He is a professor of business at the School of Business at Emory & Henry College, and we've been talking about the advances in that School of Business, especially its new location at in Carragher Hall, the newly renovated Carragher Hall, which will be the home for business education at Emory & Henry. And you are listening to Together to Get There, the show dedicated to economic and community development in Southwest Virginia. I am your host, Dirk Moore, and you are listening to WEHC 90.7 and WISE 90.5, the voice of Southwest Virginia. Thank you for listening. <laughs>